0: This episode of Talk Central is brought to you by Pinnacle, Africa's top ICT distribution business, delivering the exceptional every time.
1: I'm Richard van der Berg. And I'm Duncan McLeod. This is Talk Central episode 244 for our second last
0: show of 2018. Talk Central is brought to you by Tech Central. You can WhatsApp the show on 71 9 9 9 9 1 1 1. On Talk Central this week, is a telcom Celsius merger on the cards? Also on the show this week, Edge is going Chromium the shock arrest of Huawei's CFO, Elon Musk hints at a Tesla dealership in South Africa, Mm. and Google's top trending searches in South Africa in 2018.
1: It's Wednesday for the change of scenery, and we are live streaming at live.techcentral.ca. It's time to talk everything tech.
0: Well, welcome to the show. How's it, Rechart? How's it, Duncan? Good, thanks. We uh, are indeed recording on a Wednesday. It
1: just seems a bit odd, sort of hump day for podcast. Yeah, it's quite nice to do a little midday getting away from the work kind of vibe. I can get used to this. <laughs> and but, uh, let's not forget, it is December and things are running slowly. <laughs> <laughs> indeed.
0: Um, this is, in fact, the last week uh, before everyone goes on holiday, so... Uh, still running around a little bit, but um, next week is going to be is going to be dead. The I think super quiet one. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the way the holidays fall this year. With uh, a public holiday on the
1: Monday, um, I think everyone's taking advantage and going away early. Oh, I keep this forgetting year. that Monday. Mm. See, freelancers, you know, like myself, we don't realise these things because every billable hour counts, right? <laughs> <laughs> Vacations and public holidays don't matter. Yeah, can you believe it's almost Christmas, two weeks yeah, away? I can't can't wait. It's fantastic. Yeah, so
0: um last bit of madness before uh, before we we settle down and this is our second last show of the year. We're planning to do a special podcast, uh, not quite sure yet when it uh but uh, maybe early next week sometime, maybe on Tuesday sure. or Wednesday next week. Uh final show of the year will we we will um catch up on the year's news. And maybe also do our picks of the year, like um, we'll pick our smartphone of the year and perhaps our Mm. um, ICT industry personality of the year and a few other things. So something to look forward to in our final show, which uh, we'll, we'll lay down by the middle of next week. Awesome. So I really, I think I already know what I'm going to pick as a smartphone of the year, and I suspect you might pick the same. But uh, <laughs> we're going to have a third guest on, um, yes. not confirmed yet, but we will we will get a third guest on, and um, they they might come up with something different to what we pick as our smartphone of the year. But we'll have smartphone of the year, maybe gadget of the year. Um, mm. uh, if you want us to pick categories, uh, drop us a WhatsApp oh seven one triple nine double one double one, and uh, we'll include them in that um, final. Christmas issue edition of the Talk Central podcast. But uh, there's some news to talk about this week, so we should probably dive into
1: it. But before we do that, let's do our quiz. The first question. The chief financial officer of Huawei was arrested last week at the behest of the U.S. In which country did the arrest take place?
0: That's a big story. We're going to touch on that in the show today. Then, quite exciting, the Mars Insight spacecraft last week sent back audio of what from the surface of
1: Mars? The third question. Alan Pullinger, the CEO of First Rand, last week suggested that ESCOM sell what to reduce its sustainable, sustainable levels of debt.
0: And uh, over the past week, the SABC has seen the resignation of at least four board
1: members. Can you name at least two of the four? And the final question. Which country is set to pass laws that demand backdoors around the encryption in WhatsApp? Se- sorry, <laughs> in the encryption in WhatsApp, single and secure messaging apps. No, that's not a good one.
0: Yeah, no, it's not. Um, but we'll get to the answers to the quiz at the end of the show, as always. But let's, uh, let's dive into this week's news. An interesting piece that appeared on Bloomberg late last week, suggesting that Telcom uh, may be in talks again with Cell C about a possible deal. We know that uh, uh, that um, Telcom uh, made an offer, an informal offer, to buy Cell C. When was this now? It must have been about two years ago. Uh, and that was rebuffed. And we then saw the recapitalization of Celsius with Blue Label Telecoms taking a 45% stake and NetOne UEPS Technologies, which is another blue li- uh, J- JSC listed company, taking, I think, a 15% stake. Celsius' uh, interest bearing debt was then reduced from some ridiculous number like 20 billion or more down to about 6 or 7 billion. Um, and it looked like that was d- a done deal. And uh, well, it was a done deal. Uh, But uh, Telkom now appears to be back at the table, at least according to Bloomberg, which I think is very interesting. Um, Telkom obviously is South Africa's fourth largest, uh, in fact, the smallest of the major uh, mobile operators um, with about, uh, I forget the number, I think they're sitting on about six or seven million uh, customers, uh, which might not be terribly sustainable. It sounds like a lot of customers, but in the mobile market scale matters. Um, and Telcom CEO Sipo Moseko is very, obviously, very keen to build a, a mobile business of scale, and um, and he sees a tie-up with Cell C as a possible way of doing that. Now I don't know how serious these talks are. Um, I, I did wonder when I saw the Bloomberg report whether some of the Cell bondholders were kind of ship, shopping a story around uh, to ascertain interest in uh, a potential deal. Uh, I did see that the Sunday Times subsequently reported that there was um, – speculated that there was some perhaps some sort of share swap deal in the works whereby uh, Telcom wouldn't pay for a stake, but there'd be some sort of share swap involving Blue Label and CLC shareholders and Telcom, uh, which would probably make sense because I don't think Telcom wants to um, – take on huge amounts of debt. I mean, even if they were to take on Sell C, which is really still has a large amount of debt on its balance sheet, yeah. um, you know, do you want to do that and add to your own balance sheet woes by splurging a large amount to buy out Sell C shareholders? So perhaps it makes sense that uh, that Blue Label continues to be an investor, but Telcom perhaps comes on board either as an investor or a majority shareholder. It's interesting speculation anyway, and it does raise the question of whether um, an acquisition of Sell C by Telcom... Whatever form it takes uh, would be good for consumers or not. Um, I suspect it might be, even though there'd be one less competitor in the market because it would give a combined Telcom and Cell C much more clout, um, uh, a much stronger position relative to mm-hmm. MTN mm-hmm. and Vodacom. Mm-hmm. At the moment, Cell C and, and, and Telcom are, are small relative to MTN and Vodacom, and uh, this would create a, a meaningful um, third, I think, third player, possibly even second mm-hmm. player in mm-hmm. the South Africa. Mm-hmm. I think that still be the third biggest. Um, so it, it might it be positive. Sense. Sorry, Richard, Sorry, I think it might be positive for consumers, even though there's, there's a diminishing of the amount of competition.
1: So you just broke up there. I didn't hear the last. But you said, but I, well, what I was going to say is, it certainly makes sense for two smaller players to do this. And we've seen them both um, really pick up in terms of not just the consumers and the consumer sentiment, I guess, but they've both been doing some pretty interesting things in yeah. the market. Yeah. So joining, I think, those collective thinking forces um, you know, c- could shake up the market in the right way because uh, they both certainly seem heading in the right direction independently. Yes. We, um, saw this. we may as well just join forces on that. We saw something similar happen in the U.S. market. Um, you know, there were four
0: operators there. There was um, AT&T, Verizon, which are the two big ones. It's like the Vodacom and MTN equivalent. Uh, and then you had T-Mobile, which was the um, very aggressive third player. Um, and they were kind of like – our cell C, I suppose, mm. if I could use that analogy, and um, and then there was a Sprint, which um, I suppose you could roughly equate to Telcom in the South African context. Now, mm. T Mobile and Sprint have merged to create a much stronger competitor to. Or they're in the process of merging I'm not sure it's been completed yet um, But they're, in, they're either in the process of merging Or have merged to take on AT&T and Verizon And um, you know So there, there is a there is that example in the US And the way the market is structured there Is probably not too dislimited to the South African market In terms of market shares etc mm,
1: mm. No certainly one worth checking Or keeping an eye on I'm looking forward to seeing what they're coming up with here yeah. If this goes through
0: Yeah if there is anything to it um, No one is commenting at this stage uh, it could just be, again, it could just be Celsius bondholders uh, shopping a story around in the hope that there'd be some interest. Um, but it's it's interesting that Telcom hasn't denied it because um, I know that t- some companies, as a matter of course, just say we, we uh, don't comment on speculation. Um, but Telcom has in the past denied uh, rumors about other things happening. So... So Extrapolating from that, um, we would have perhaps expected a denial from Telcom if there were talks going on. So that that perhaps lends some credence to the speculation that perhaps there is something going on behind the scenes. Mm. If there is, it's probably very early days, though.
1: Somebody's probably telling over a beer somewhere. <laughs> probably.
0: <laughs> the, 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 the other question, of course, to ask is whether this will pass regulatory muster. Um, we've got pretty tough regulations in in uh, in the telecommunications space in South Africa, particularly when it comes to radio frequency spectrum, and whether ICASA would allow um, a transfer of Celsius spectrum to Telkom um, isn't exactly clear. Uh, so there there could be some big regulatory hurdles, even if these guys decide they want to go ahead with this, and this is not not even including the um, inevitable investigation that the competition authorities will do so there there are um there are potential high hurdles to a to a successful deal taking place yep So, yeah, probably not too much more to say on that one. Um, Did you see this interesting news last week about um, Microsoft saying that it's going to ditch Edge HTML, which is the, um, I forget, I don't know what the the correct terminology is, the sort of core Mm. technology, the engine underneath um, its Microsoft Edge browser, and it's going to replace it with Chromium, which is the open source engine, which is at the heart of Google's Chrome web browser. I think this is very, very interesting indeed. Um, Edge... Edge don't you, Do you use Edge at all?
1: <laughs> no Well I, I use it To install Chrome, Chrome. <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I think 99% yeah Of the traffic On first machines Go to Google yeah. Chrome Yeah So
0: their market share Is tiny Edge's market share Is, is really tiny Which is which is interesting, since it's the default browser that, switch, uh, that ships with Windows 10. Um, you know, you'd th- think that uh, many people would simply, oh, here's a web browser, let me use it. But no, <laughs> most people are using, as you say, Edge to download another web browser, be it Chrome <laughs> or whatever else it is. Uh, I've used Edge a bit. I mean, I don't use it as my primary browser, but it's, it's, I find it Pretty fast and and and, and quite good. Um, mm. it, it lacks um, it, its biggest problem is it lacks uh, much developer third party developer support. So there's um, you know you don't have um, the, the the wide array of of extensions that are available in Google Chrome, yeah. which I think is an yeah. issue. Uh, it's one of the reasons I was able to switch to Vivaldi as my primary web browser because that's a Chromium based browser and runs all of the Google Chrome extensions. Um, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have been able to make the switch. Um, But but interestingly, I saw an executive from Microsoft uh, confirmed a few days ago that um, the fact that Edge is moving across to Chromium will mean that all Chrome extensions will now work in Edge, which I think is a significant leg up for the Microsoft browser.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. But yeah, they've—I don't know—I think they've just been cursed from the days of Internet Explorer, Microsoft. I mean, yeah, <laughs> with the web browser. I don't know what it is; it's weird. But I have been thinking a bit about this, and I, for, for me at least, it's the reason I feel this way about Chrome, uh, yeah, Google Chrome, and Google in particular, is because they've captured the web in a way that I really appreciate using the web. Mm. I'm not—I'm not saying that they're perfect in what they do now for sure, but I mean they certainly cornered that part of the market. I mean, my browser now is, is essentially my operating system, because I can run this on any machine. As long yeah. as I've got my browser with my plugins and my bookmarks and everything, my workflow, yeah. I can kind of work happily. And that works well across all platforms, really. Yes, Microsoft doesn't have that. Microsoft only has their own platform. Um, and because they're the operating system, they're not the web tech. You know, yeah. I don't think that people have that same kind of feel towards them or trust them as much, potentially. Or just think they can that it can be as good a browser as you know Google because everybody knows Google. I mean that's the the base yeah. terminology of the internet today.
0: And I think you're right uh, there, there is a lot of um, residual hatred for Internet Explorer, and perhaps mm-hmm. even the fact that Edge has a very similar logo to Internet Explorer is enough to put people off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean for me it's still the same thing. It's just a rebrand. I mean it's not. Mm-hmm. But in my perception of it, like you said, it just got the same look and feel. Yeah. I mean it shouldn't be like that. It's a good browser. Yeah. I just don't I just I'm I'm much more comfortable with, with what I need to do with all the Google stuff that I'm using at the moment. Yes. Um, and I think you can agree with that because you you also on the Chromium platform you're just using Vivaldi, which yes. is yes similar but um, Different, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's
0: basically Chrome with power user functionality built into mm, it. At the mm. end of the day, um, but it's an interesting one. I'd like to see Edge do better. Um, I don't know if they're going to rename it or, or redo that logo as part of this exercise. Um, probably not. Uh, but it'll be great to have Google Chrome extensions in um, in Microsoft mm. Edge. That'll be fantastic. And um, what was I going to say? The uh, um, the other thing that Microsoft announced, which I thought was very interesting, is they're going to bring Edge to Windows 7 and Windows 8. Uh, we know it really runs on Android. There might be an iOS version. I'm not sure. But they also announced they're going to bring it to MacOS for the first time, macOS. Nice. Uh,
1: yeah, that's a good move. That's exactly what yeah. they need to do.
0: Yeah. Now, w- what I found very, very interesting is they um, they said – they kind of said, and I'm paraphrasing here, that they don't expect anyone uh, I- any users on, on macOS to actually use – edge The reason that they 're developing it is for developers to, to test cross platform um, uh, well, that 's a good enough
1: reason for me yeah, but I, I think you know you, you will get people we know people move platforms all the time, yeah or sometimes I mean there are people that do that, and it 's nice to keep certain things that you can have as a Base across these. Mm. Um, like I explained with my scenario, you know, once I can be on any operating system, except for Linux, I think. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, I have everything that I really need. Apart, you know, the applications on my computer will change, but my web browsing experience is a very particular one that I want. Yes. Um, access to my passwords in my particular way. Access to all my links and the tools that I use via the web browser. It's very important to me. Yes. Um, so yeah, I think Microsoft would good in maybe succeeding there. Yeah, it um, looks like a good decision. Good, yeah it's a good base a good mm. base for for the um, browser yeah i think yeah i think we'll we'll see a bigger uptake of it now I'll, I'll be i'll be surprised if we if we don 't see anybody on Mac OS using it because it certainly would be i would imagine much much better than um, Safari. Still, for people like us who don't like Safari.
0: (laughs) I haven't used Safari in ages, actually. Well, I I use it from time to time on my iPad because Mm. um, even though I prefer Chrome on my iPad, um, Apple won't let... Chrome be the default browser, so if I click on a oh. link, it opens in Safari.
1: <laughs> it's funny that we—it's funny that we're having this conversation in reverse now, with you and the Apple products, and uh, yeah, me not World Garden. <laughs> no World Garden for me. Well, it's just an iPad. I've always been an iPad fan, Yeah, for sure. But look again, uh, uh, Safari isn't a bad browser, right? It's no. a really good browser because it's built for its platform, yeah. and the same with Edge; it's built for its platform. Yes, um, in fact, Chrome is the one that's the odd one out here because it's kind of running, you know, parallel to all of these things, which yeah. is what makes it great, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, interesting. So sometime next year we will see Edge moving to Chromium. I'm not sure when exactly when it's going to come. Maybe in the April update, they usually release an update around, a mm. big update around, a big feature update around April, so maybe then, if not then, then we'll probably have to wait till the October update later next year. I imagine it's quite a bit of work to retool the browser for and with Chromium. I mean, it's basically a rewrite of the browser, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, exactly. Then they've got the capability to they write it from scratch. So, I mm. mean, imagine what they can do you know, if they customize some of these things or yeah. enhance it a bit. Yes. Good times.
0: So, the story that is dominating global headlines at the moment is the arrest in Canada um, earlier this month of the chief financial officer of Huawei. Uh, massive story. Um, mm. uh, the U.S. alleges that she was uh, violating U.S. sanctions against Iran. <laughs> Uh, through uh, working or selling products through some sort of um, shelf or subsidiary company, uh, and um, the Canadians arrested her uh, while she was transferring from one flight to another. Apparently, she didn't even get off the plane, or she didn't. Uh, she wasn't planning to, um, to 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 exit the airport. She was arrested mm-hmm. as she got off the plane and waiting to get onto another plane to travel mm-hmm. to another country. Um, it's an interesting development. Um, you know, at face value, you could say okay, she was violating allegedly violating uh US sanctions. So um not perhaps not surprising that you got arrested. There's a there's an yeah. extradition treaty between Canada and the US. But of course this all this comes in the in the context of a massive trade war between the US and China uh and um deepening concerns uh, amongst US politicians in particular about the growing power of uh, of China's high-tech industry. And Huawei is the poster child of that, right? Um so It sent political shockwaves. I mean, China has absolutely slammed the U.S., um, really criticized it heavily. It has the potential to to threaten the trade negotiations between China and the U.S. I see Trump has now come out and said in an interview with Reuters that uh, he is prepared to step in and did um, intervene on on Huawei's behalf in this matter uh, if it can secure a uh, China-U.S. trade deal. Um, but it's it's, it's, it's very uh, high level uh, Intense politics This uh, yeah. this isn't just about uh, 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 um, The breaching of sanctions This is about um, a, a global trade war Between China and the US And has the potential If it's not handled correctly To get very very mm-hmm. ugly We've seen global stock markets Collapsing Or not collapsing But certainly falling sharply yeah. uh, In the wake of the arrest um, uh, Interesting times um, The The, the geopolitics of it all um i'm not an expert on the subject but it's fascinating to watch
1: yeah i mean we know we know all wars and i mean wars figuratively and literally but all you know wars are are fought over resources right and Mm. we're just now seeing business resources being used here and it's all about the bottom of the money yeah but it's 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 scary to (laughs) to see that you know this is just really businesses going head to head that's causing i mean it's it's could. Cause like worldwide Issues for For everything Related to Electronics um, You know We know how much China is involved And they are The guys that Manufacture Probably 90% yeah. 95% of the World's tech It's not something I want to I want to see Happening of course um, But yeah It's not good it's, it's really not good To see it When uh, you know, these companies that we've invested in, and I mean me and getting the cell phone, you know, this kind of news isn't good to hear. So, I'm going to keep my eye to to this. Although, I've got no doubt about the technology and, and, and the underlying yeah. tech here. If, if this is this is just the business, yeah. the politics and the business side of things.
0: And Huawei is not the first time we've, we've seen this happen. I mean, the U.S. almost drove ZTE, which is a smaller rival, Chinese mm. rival to Huawei, to the wall um, earlier this year when it uh, – when it also was accused of, of um, breaching sanctions, I think also related to Iran, and um, and uh, the US banned the supply of uh, of key components to ZTE, which almost sent it out of business. Of course, um, you know ZTE, companies like ZTE are very reliant on on companies like um, like Qualcomm. Uh, if they can't get mm. those chips for their mm. phones, uh, they're in big trouble indeed. So the US ha- is in a very powerful position, but it also needs
1: to tread very carefully, I think, as well. Oh yeah, for sure. Now, now, just in terms of the tech that they're selling to Iran, I mean, are they selling this just to normal network operators that want to operate there, or is this being? I think being, so. or Is it deeper? Is it going like more more sinister in terms of where this tech is ending up? Well, from what my understanding
0: of it is, there was a, there was a company that that Huawei was using as a kind of a shell or a front uh, mm-hmm. to sell net. To sell telecommunications gear into operators in Iran in contravention of u s sanctions those are the allegations um, and they 'll no doubt be tested in court in due course but sure, uh, sure. but those are those are the allegations and of course uh, in, what 's interesting is mtN is um, a big operator in Iran, um, mm. and one wonders how much it 's going to get caught up in all of this as well
1: yeah' it 's a, a strange situation you would think if true a company like Huawei would i mean you you would We'd be caught out at some point, right? I mean, mm. it's not like we're living in pockets anymore. The world is one big internet web page. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I would like to to know what, why, how. This, I'm sure it'll come out at some point. I'm sure but, it will. Uh, mm. Yeah. And I mean, for those operators, if they know that this stuff is potentially in the works, you know, probably yeah. getting – wouldn't it be better just to get other hardware? But then there's probably money involved here, right? Yeah, oh, finding probably, but, make, probably but, making some money.
0: I mean, it's difficult with with these sanctions in place. Where do you buy from? I mean, um, mm. you know, is, Noc, no, is, is Nokia, uh, is Ericsson? I mean, are those companies prepared to sell into Iran? I don't know. I mean, are they? They was probably also bound by the by the U.S. sanctions. Are
1: those parts in there. I mean, that's probably another question. Because I mean, somebody can probably bring in equipment without anybody knowing. Kind have to set up a front to do it, right? If that is the case. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Um, it's like a plot to a movie. <laughs> <laughs> to a high tech movie. <laughs>
0: but there probably will be a movie made about this at some point. Um, about her arrest and what happened. Uh, it's an interesting one because she's, fa- she's the daughter of the founder of Huawei who was a mm. military general or something in China. Um, so there's, there's, there's a huge amount of politics involved here. Which is
1: even more of a reason why this is a big – because it's, it's – they, they Trying to hit them where it hurts This isn't mm. just a an employee Yeah Yeah, and it's interesting times Very interesting
0: Right, we need to take a quick ad break We'll be back right after this
2: Are you a search engine? Because you found me.
0: I feel we have a strong
2: connection. Well, you're pretty fly for a Wi-Fi. Should we drop it like a hotspot and head back to yours so we can show Max and snuggle? Let's get giggle with it. Uh, but I don't have fiber. Don't get caught in 50 shades of delay. Broadband your horizons and switch to Vox's super fast, super reliable fiber network. Experience the momentum. Connect your world. Visit us at vox.co.za
0: forward slash fiber. Oh, welcome back to the show. How's it rehat?
1: How's it Duncan?
0: so Elon Musk, uh, did you see that exchange on twitter it was uh, It was really <laughs> yeah. interesting um Ricardo Spagni, who was on our podcast uh, just a week ago uh, yeah. he 's the lead maintainer of, of Monero. He lives in Plettenberg Bay. Uh, not many people know that he is in fact a South african uh, but he um, he uh, Elon Musk tweeted something about opening new dealerships in some some place around the world and mm. uh, Ricardo Spagni sent him a message saying. Um, Something along the lines of I don't have it in front of me here But he said uh, He said something along the lines of uh, hey, uh, w- w- when are you going to do um, your home country some favors? But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think when are you going to open one locally? But but like that. yeah, I use the word but, and I think it's but. the word but that got a, got Elon Musk to reply to him, um, and and he re- he replied. Oh yes, I don't yes. I don't have it here in front of me, but he said something like by hopefully by the end of twenty nineteen. Mm. Um, mm. So um, it looks like we might have it. Might being the operative word. Uh, have a Tesla dealership in South Africa by the end of next year, so the next uh, uh, the next critical question I need to ask is Rehot, are you going to go out and buy one <laughs> uh,
1: well one two yes can. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what the bank says. Um, yeah, yeah. The, and the, well, my favorite thing about oh, decline, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I might have to sell sell. Well, I have to trade up my tech equipment. Let's see how good the PC is inside the Tesla before we. Uh, I might have to work out of the car. Let's sell a kidney. Salakitny, yeah, yeah, I might have to. <laughs> um, one of my favorite tweets in the thread to that conversation between Elon um, and I forget who the other person is. Ricardo. But, um, oh, Ricardo, sorry, yes, Ricardo. Was somebody somebody replying saying, What's a boot? What's a boot? I saw that, yes. What's a boot? Yeah, that was quite <laughs> funny. But I'd be willing to bet that, uh, yeah, that first dealership is going to be in Cape Town somewhere. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it's going to be a showpiece, you know, just to, just to say we're here. Yes. And and I, I know there's demand. There's without a doubt enough people in South Africa with money Yes. Um, who 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 would love to get one. You just need to look at where it's going to make the most sense. I mean, yes, you can argue is a good place, but I think it's Cape Town. You reckon Cape Town? I reckon Cape Town's going to be the place because you've got a lot of tourists there. It makes sense for them to then also, I don't know, to, to start building a network from there maybe i'm sure the more demand is in joburg though you reckon no yeah. Well maybe maybe for yeah maybe for the money spenders i guess mm. maybe both maybe maybe you'll do both yeah. 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 yeah yeah maybe one in well, Br- i definitely think cape town cape town is is definitely yeah. up there
0: yeah um, yeah and maybe one in plettenberg bay just for ricardo <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly oh my word cuz no yeah, no, i would no doubt about that
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's going to be good to see it And you know? I think uh, the queue is going to be long to get one in any case. Yeah. So if you start saving now, maybe you can get a second-hand one in five years. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'd love to own one, but
0: um, practically speaking, I don't think
1: it's going to happen. Look, uh, I'd be happy. I'd be happy with any electric vehicle, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as long as the infrastructure is there to support it. Yeah. It's but not again, used- you know. Does the outlay really justify for the amount of driving that we do collectively? I can I almost can mm. safely say. Um, for,
0: com- for commuting, it's great. I mean, you, you don't need a uh, charging infrastructure because you can charge at home. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's just for those longer trips. If you're driving to Cape Town or even to Durban, um, mm. that you need a, a, pa- a fast charging station or super charging station.
1: But then I can also guarantee you there's now going to be some clever people. Who, I don't know if they listen to this podcast, but some people in Bloom. Lots you know, of clever people in Bloom listen to this podcast. I'm right? if, if we, if we, what, not saying clever, not clever people in Bloom. I'm saying clever people that listen to us that also live in Bloom. No, I'm saying there are um, lots of them. Oh, oh, yes. So now for them to set up for, on, for, on Bloomfontein, Colesburg, there's a few stops along the way. You know, mm. These guys just need to – engine or somebody just need to put up one or two of those charging stations with a wimpy next to it. Boom. A wimpy, Yes. <laughs> then you got, <laughs> then you got the South African population hooked. Because if you can get the road trips down, you know, and this type of thing, I'm yeah. not saying everybody will. I'm not saying a lot of people will buy the cars for long road trips. Yeah, but yeah. if you can do it, uh, it makes a lot of sense. All right, sorry about that. <laughs> no worries. Also, I was just saying maybe it's Elon Musk who's failing just to give us comment on uh, his rollout plans. <laughs> um, really, must try and get him on the podcast at some time. Oh, That'll be amazing It'll be a major cure Look okay. if he's going to open here If he's going to open centers here He's definitely going to come down here Yes Right Yes Well Maybe Maybe he's from so i'm sure he'll come down it, it's too big a thing i mean when virgin opened the gyms you know <laughs> Richard <Branson came> down.
0: <laughs> apparently elon uh, does come into the country re- relatively often i've heard he he comes here on holiday and stuff he just doesn't announce Incognito. it yeah yeah, no, yeah i wouldn't too yeah and paul oh, remember, remember paul allen the founder of co-founder of microsoft with bill gates yes he, he used to spend a lot of time in south africa um he he was a big fan of the country, and his yacht was uh, yes. often parked in the in one of the harbors. Um, but he, he was never yeah, I worked for th- some
1: people that knew him too, yeah. And uh, I would often hear the stories of mm. him yeah. being here. It's yeah. fantastic.
0: What was that uh, yacht of his, the Octopus or something? Mm. Um, second biggest yacht in the world, I think.
1: I think uh, – yeah, I've seen it parked in Cape, uh, Cape Town – Cape uh, – in the
0: harbour there.
1: Yeah, uh, no, he's tra- huge. He
0: travelled here a lot and he did a lot of work in Africa. Um, I think around wildlife and stuff. Um, yeah, that yacht yacht was massive. Um, I think it was the second largest uh, at the time, only to Larry Ellison's yacht, if I recall correctly. Sure. So. Um, what else do we need to talk about? Oh, Google. Google today announced its top trending searches in 2018 in South Africa. Um, this is uh, hot off the press this morning.
1: Is this the clean list, not, is this the public-friendly list? This is the public-friendly list, yeah, sir. Not, not the actual, <laughs> real top ten searches, because I think there's going to be two different lists, and let's just put that out of the way. Yeah,
0: exactly. This is the top trending South African searches. I'm not quite <laughs> sure how they, how they calculate that or, or come up with it, but um, here it is anyway, so it's, it's uh, maybe worth a, a look at anyway. So, the top trending South African search in 2018 was World Cup fixtures. Mm, Probably not surprising given how sports crazy Mm. we are. And uh, number two was load shedding.
1: Um, Yeah. Makes uh, sense. Yeah, makes sense. And that's only a recent thing. So, think about that, actually. The the, the, the upsurge in these new spate of. uh, Yeah, so that's. People looking for. Schedules for load shedding, I suppose mm.
0: uh, And number three was Global Citizen This was that uh, concert, I think, that was held At uh, the F&B Stadium Just a short while ago Yeah, yeah. Where And also
1: all the stuff that happened afterwards Afterwards, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, In number fourth place in the top trending South African searches of 2018 is Zuma <laughs> uh, Presumably that's Mr. Jacob Zuma uh, mm. And then another politician, Winnie Mandela In fifth place uh, Sixth is HHP I think that was a um, it's a rapper It's a rapper who died this year if I recall correctly mm. uh, And just, yeah. Seventh, Listeriosis um, Bad polony <laughs> <laughs> Bad, bad Pallone. Um Black Panther In position 8 That was a Marvel movie I think Yeah. Uh, which I haven't seen Have you seen Black Panther?
1: No, I haven't no. actually on my list, but it's on my holiday watching list.
0: Okay, uh, I haven't seen it. I'm not a huge Marvel fan, so I'll probably give it one a skip. Uh, then in ninth position, Meghan Markle. Um, isn't she someone who got married to one of the Royals or something this year? Um, yeah, yeah. I, Actress turned royal. I don't follow the royal family at all. I'm afraid. Yeah, you know, she she married Prince Harry, I think. Um, you're right. I'm For shame. somebody
1: that doesn't follow it, you know, you're surprising
0: a <laughs> Uh That was a, that was an educated guess because uh, the other dude is married, right, uh, William? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's but you
1: can't you can't not know about it. Let's be honest. I mean, it's it's, <laughs> just, it's it, big. Yeah. It's big. I, I mean, it's, I it's, tried my best to avoid it, but you can't. Uh, no, you can't. I mean, it's it's an institution. I mean, I remember the milestones when I, like, when Diana died and those things. I mean, this, this is a big part of the world. The, yeah. the global people love to see the kings and queens, like a real world Game of Thrones, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so the, uh,
0: Meghan Markle is in ninth position. And then 10 is Mac Miller. And I have to admit, I have no idea who that
1: is. There's also a rapper who passed away this year in September. Okay. South Africa. Yeah. Uh, uh no American no, American Mac understand, Mac so. Miller yeah. never heard of him okay not sure why that I'm I'm sure he's got a big fan base he's got some good tunes yeah you know, but it, yeah it's surprising to see him on the list yeah top ten personal trending
0: personalities very quickly Suzuma, one uh, two Ramapozo. three uh, Sebastian Pasane four Kevin Anderson five Malusi Gigaba six Ashwin Vilamsa. Hmm. Seven Patrice Moitserpe, eight Cheryl mm-hmm. Zondi, nine Shamila Batoy, She's just been appointed as the head of the National Prosecuting Authority. Looks like a good appointment, that. And ten Mlindo the vocalist. Someone else I've
1: never heard of. Yeah, neither of that. No. Oh, maybe that's that's a dude that went viral. I think. No idea. Oh, I could be corrected. No anyway. idea. I'm, I'm obviously not.
0: Um, I'm obviously not plugged into current current uh, the current zeitgeist. Um, Top questions, yeah. top trending questions of uh, 2018. Let's just do the top five. Uh, number one, how did Avicii Avici die? No idea. Avicii is right. Avicii? Yeah. That's
1: also, that's a DJ. A DJ. A fantastic okay. DJ. Yeah, He passed away for, as well. Okay. Um, how old is Pharrell Williams? was so number two. How bizarre. Surprisingly old. This guy never ages. You know Pharrell? I Feral don't. Williams, I know the names, but, but I don't know who he is. Also, R&B, hip-hop artist, okay. fantastic, fantastic uh, artist. What okay. was listening to? You
0: can tell I listen to rock music and, and, and not rap and hip-hop. Trying isn't. to educate you, I'm you know, trying to make you worldwide <laughs> I'm not sure I want to be. Uh, <laughs> third question, what is listeriosis? No, there we go, bad, bad, polonie. Uh, mm-hmm. Fourth one, what is black data? What is hmm. black data? What is black data? Interesting. No idea. Uh, and we'll have to Google that to find out. And <laughs> uh, the fifth one: How old is Prince Harry? Okay, I guess Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle was googling that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, top five near me searches. I use this feature quite a lot, actually. I say, you know, nearest uh, Nando's to me, or nearest whatever to me, and uh, oh, yes, I find it quite yes. useful. So the the top five in there are jobs near me, Nando's, Nando's near me. Discem near me, McDonald's near me, and guesthouse near me.
1: That's an interesting list.
0: Yeah, That's a very interesting That's list. Lots of
1: food, th- lots of food places, which makes sense. Lots I mean, of food places, check. yeah. It does make sense because you're hungry. You
0: sit, get into your car from a meeting. You want to know, well, what I feel, what I feel like? Where's mm, the nearest whatever? Yeah, yeah. that does That's make exactly. sense. Yeah. So I am going to have to Google. I'm surprised,
1: beer near beer near me isn't on the list. Yeah, that make more sense. <laughs> you haven't been googling that's enough why. this year, Richard. Yeah, I need to yeah. up my game. You need to up your game. But I know where all the places are, so I don't need to Google
0: yeah. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to Google what is black data as soon as the show's over. And uh, yes. that is our, uh, that's our news this week. Uh, let's move on to our regular features. Uh, we don't have a winner this week. I did struggle to find one. I did try hard to find one and couldn't. So we don't have a winner this week. Our loser um, is the EFF, the Economic Freedom Fighters, uh, over the trashing of Vodacom franchise stores, which happened uh, about 10 days ago now. Um, And uh, various uh, leaders of the party on Twitter um, were seen to be uh, encouraging uh, EFF followers to uh, take action against Vodacom after Mavusam Simang, who is the chairman of Corruption Watch, uh, made some disparaging remarks about EFF leadership at the Vodacom Journals to the Year Awards. Uh, so what did the EFF do? They, uh, Well, so their supporters went and trashed some stores. Um, not acceptable, guys. You
1: are, are losing yeah, your week It's for, ridiculous. It's ridiculous, yeah. Uh, what's your pick this week? All right. So I've been playing with a nice little something you can call a stocking filler. Uh, I'm not sure if you were ever a PlayStation fan, Duncan. I used to own a PS3. In fact, I still have it in a cupboard at home. Oh really? Okay, so what this is is the PlayStation Classic. So for eighteen hundred oh, yes. bucks, you essentially get a very tiny—it's like the size of your hand—which is actually, it's actually very cute. Uh, <laughs> it looks exactly like the original PlayStation. Comes with two controllers. It's got a nice HDMI output, um, and it comes preloaded with twenty games, um, all for eighteen hundred bucks a pretty nice little toy um, i never played i was always an xbox fan xbox player so i never owned any playstation mm. um but i did play some of these games and i immediately got drawn to grand theft auto which was one of my all the original one which was one of my all-time favorite games other games that's very fun on this thing include uh, tekken 3 uh, rayman i don't know if you ever remember that one uh, which is a great game metal gear solid resident evil um and uh twisted metal so there's a Bunch of nice games. It's a it's a pretty nice. If you're a PlayStation fan, this is a pretty nice little gadget to get. Uh, I've had some fun with it, um, but yeah, I would much rather play on Steam today, to be honest. <laughs> but <laughs> if you're a, if you're a PlayStation fan, it's a it's a pretty nice. It's a pretty nice uh, little thing to add to the collection if you don't have the original PlayStation.
0: Bit of retro, old school uh, for the for the holidays.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
0: I presume it connects up via HDMI, and not the old original PS connect <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's HDMI. It's all.
1: <laughs> It's all modern tech, yeah. and the funny thing is, they're actually using a free emulator on this which You can get for available for free online, which is oh right, so you can play I'm all the stuff on people your people know, yeah. You can play on your PC yeah, it's just, anyway. It's just like officially licensed, um, right? Look, you, you you do normally need to do a bit of work to get those running, but um, look, regardless, this is a this is a pretty nice little gadgets gadget yeah. or even a gift. I mean, we're coming up to Christmas now, so yeah. if you're running out of ideas, I really enjoyed playing with it. Um, yeah. And the games are, games are a lot of fun. You know, retro is always cool and it's always nice to go back to some old yeah. games. Yeah,
0: I, I like to run a, um, a DOS emulator from time to time and play some of those old 80s uh, games, uh, PC games. And oh, they yes, run surprisingly yes. well. In fact, you can run them in a web browser now. Um, if you just Google... Retro games browser or something like that—you'll find them, and there are thousands nice, of them out there. And nice. You can play them in, in your in your web browser, which is just astonishing. I remember, I when, love it. I love it. I remember when those games came out. Uh, you know, they they really tortured your PC specs back in the 80s, and <laughs> you really struggled <laughs> yes. to run these these uh, you know um, CGA games. Um, and, and now you can fire them up in a in a web browser and, and yeah. download the whole thing
1: off the internet in like a less than a second. Duke Nukem was the bane <laughs> of my teenage years. Pain of my existence in my teenage years. I just I, – I, I spent so much of my pocket money trying to get that thing to run on my machine. Um, yeah. And I say pocket money loosely. I had to – yeah, it was crazy. Just trying everything you can to get – just to get this thing to run properly. Yes. I got there eventually, but yeah. Yeah. Well, now we can run anything, right? Yeah. Well, except perhaps crisis. <laughs> 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 but does it run? Crisis. <laughs> oh, the meme will never die. Yeah, that, um, that, that. So to answer your question, no, the PlayStation Classic will not run Crisis. It'll not no, no, Indeed, indeed. <laughs> it seems
0: that no matter what you, what hardware you throw at it, um, Crisis will consume all available hardware resources.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that just sounds more of a bug than a, a yeah. <laughs> than a feature.
0: But it's amazing to even look at some of the look, go back all the way back to the first version of Crisis, and it still looks reasonably good on 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 one PCs. Yeah, but I digress. My pick this week is a fantastic app I've discovered recently. Um, it was actually introduced to me by a cashier at my local spa. Um, uh, and I, that's the last place I would have expected to, to get an app pick, but, um, I'm, I'm really impressed with it. It's called Stowcard. One word, S-T-O card. Uh, it runs on Android and iOS, and basically what it does is allow you to to put in your um, loyal, make your loyalty cards like your spark card, your pick and pay uh, loyalty card, your discount card your clicks card we 've all got so many of these damn cards because yes. you know, of the benefits they give us, but our wallets get way down with with all this plastic. Um, so I'm, I'm amazed by this app. It's called Stowcard. You fire it up, it immediately um, picks up all of the local stores. Um, so they've done a lot of work. It's an international app as far as I understand it, but um, but it, it works with all of the ma- major retailers in South Africa. All you do is you scan in the card um, and store it electronically in your phone so you can leave your store cards Uh, At home and what you do is you fire it up and it it puts a big barcode on the screen. So when you're at the spa and I've done this uh, and you want to scan your your spa uh, card, you just simply hold the screen in front of the scanner at the till point and you get the points without having to carry the card with you. So my wallet is lightened considerably. It's much thinner. Uh, And, um, you know, I was already leaving a lot of these um, store cards at home because Mm, um, I just didn't want to carry them with me because of the weight and and the the inconvenience of it. But then you happen to go to, I don't know, Builder's Warehouse, which you perhaps don't visit that often, and you don't have their their loyalty card. I don't even know if they have a loyalty card. I'm just using them as an example. but now you've got more on your phone, so you can just scan mm. them in. Mm. It's fantastic.
1: No, it, it makes a lot of sense. No, I love it. And add to that, you know, tap to pan, all those things. Soon we won't have to carry a wallet. You know. If, yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Well, the, the the case,
0: my new case on my phone is actually got is is a one of these flip covers, and it's got a it's got space for two cards. And I can see myself in the future getting to the point where I simply put my driver's license in there in one of the slots, mm. and put my credit card in the other slot, and off I go.
1: Yeah. Yeah we getting there. The future is here, Duncan. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we might not need that
0: credit card anymore with tap to go payments. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm just waiting for implants and then implants, body implants, brain implants. Then we don't need to carry anything anymore. You're a walking beacon of radio, radio beacon of data.
0: <laughs> You'll be radioactive by that point. I as, think. You, as,
1: you walk into, as you walk into a shop, you automatically just buy everything. <laughs> you know, everything gets tagged. <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't,
0: don't do that at the Tesla dealership.
1: Yeah, switch off your your NFC implants That's a good idea (laughs) Right,
0: I think that's our show this week Apart from our quiz results and our song pick And I have something a little silly to end off the year Not (laughs) not quite ending (laughs) off the year yet But I've got a a silly little um, season song to to play Uh, But before we get to that, let's do our quiz The chief financial officer of Huawei was arrested last week At the behest of the US In which country did the arrest take place? And that's Canada
1: the second question, the Mars Insight spacecraft last week sent back audio of what from the surface of Mars? And the answer is the Martian wind. That's pretty a pretty a, haunting a, sound, that
0: it was It, pretty it cool. was pretty cool, yeah. No, the answer is not an alien talking into the microphone.
1: Not an alien. alien. I was hoping for that,
0: but no. <laughs> Alan Pullinger, the CEO of First Rand, last week suggested that ESCOM sell what to reduce its unsustainable levels of debt?
1: And that's its Madupi and Kusile coal-fired power stations. The fourth question, over the past week, the SABC has seen the resignation of at least four board members. Can you name at least two of the four? And the answers there are John Matheson, Kanyasile Kwenyama, Matata Tseidhu and Krish Naidu.
0: And the last question in the quiz, which country is set to pass laws that demand backdoors around the encryption in WhatsApp, Signal and other secure messaging apps? Silly Australia, silly, 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 silly. Nanny State Australia, <laughs> police state. Yeah, uh, and that's our that's our show this week. We are playing out this week with uh, Skid Row, um, which uh, I think they they're uh, they're an American rock band, um, best known for what, what are they best known for? Eighteen and Life. I think it's probably their best-known track. Um, yeah,
1: I was never really a big kind of listener of, or fan of them. Well, I never really listened to them, so yeah. I
0: didn't know them well. I, I like 18 in Life. It's a really good song. They, they've done a couple of other ones. But uh, in the spirit of the season, uh, this is their take, their hard rock take on Jingle Bells. Until <laughs> <laughs> until our final show of the year, our special edition final show of the year next week, from Recha and myself, take care and cheers.
1: Ta-ta.